Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another mind-boggling episode of Pop Cultish, the podcast that once got Bruce Lee and Stanley mixed up, and we got a whole new level of clobberin' time. Oh my gosh! That's how it goes, everybody. That's how it's gonna be. <laughs> Tony Shab here with you. We've got a really cool episode today. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm joined by some fabulous guests. I've got the crew from the Established Facts podcast here with me. We're doing a little cross-casting. If you notice in the title, this is part two. We did part one on their show, and this is part two of the more fun, zany nonsense here. Let's go around the table real quick and do introductions before we jump into the game. I'm Josh Prime. I'm Dr. Deb. This is Josh. This is Big Don, the host of The Established Facts. Here we go. They are hanging out. we got a full table today. I love it. It's a, a big round table event here. Now, if you don't know anything about The Established Facts, uh, what's wrong with you, first of all? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's wrong with us or what's wrong with no, them? You, you're the listener. You, well, yeah, okay. I'm certified. That's also the answer. That's right. That's go. exactly it. I like that. <laughs> um, you know, give, us a, give, give the people at home a brief overview of, of your show, what they can expect, and maybe how they can find you real quick. Uh, we are The Established Facts. You can find us at theestablishedfacts.com, facebook.com slash theestablishedfacts. We are also on Google+, and our Twitter handle is at NDTEF, because we are based out of Indianapolis, the gaming capital of the world. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you can find out a little bit more about the combination of hosts and so forth that are on there on our website. Um, there We've had alumni, as a matter of fact. We have... We've had quite the friends of the show. Yeah, we've friends of the show, the big stuff. time. Which, speaking of, I need to make sure Pop Cultish is on here, and they are not, so we must fix that. We're, we are so, BFFs now. We so. are BFFs. Yeah. You so. can be in my top eight on MySpace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. okay. Well, it, we could be his fave five on T-Mobile. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Throw that back. We are Random a podcast fun. about any and all things gaming, uh, which will hopefully lead into exactly where we're going with this episode too. Oh yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you haven't had a chance to check out, I believe it was episode 115 of The Established Facts, which right. just came out um, on Monday, if you're if you're listening to this new. Uh, that was part one of what we're doing here in part two. We played some apples to apples, <laughs> and we had some fun uh, not only doing the guesswork of questions and answers, but in between rounds, we talked about varying pop culture topics, movies, games, uh, TV, all that fun stuff. And we're just going to keep the good times rolling here and do round two. We're going to go around the table once again and everybody's going to get a chance to to draw if you're not familiar with apples to apples a quick overview is you've got uh every player has seven cards in front of them that have a, a phrase on there a noun a, an adjective something like that and then we go around the table and each person pulls a green card and the green card has a master phrase on it something that you have to use your red cards in your hand to try to match either effectively or in a very uh, funny kind of way and then the judge takes your choices one from each person and reads them randomly and they choose which one they think is the best it's totally arbitrary and then whoever wins wins that green card and that's a point for you and that's it normally we play to a certain amount of points today we're just playing for fun uh, where did we end at the at the end of last uh, episode i know i didn't get a single point i didn't either uh, last time so <laughs> I, didn't either. I, I got a couple of points yeah i got a couple too so the, it looks like the martyr brothers split it the current two. total is yes. big don two okay. josh yeah. prime two and oh, josh okay. dimery one that's okay right. there we go very good so, deb and tony are at zero well apparently. we got a whole another chance to uh to see what happens right. here, Come back. so all right well let's just jump right into it and get into our first uh first category here and and we'll see what happens so here's here's the word that you're going to be looking for wasteful. wasteful wasteful the key word is wasteful aka squandering careless or extravagant so we're going to see as the cards start to roll in here we're going to see what the folks think might match wasteful either in a serious fashion or a tongue-in-cheek fashion all right i've got my four options in front of me let me get them shuffled up here and we'll see what we think might be wasteful all right, let's jump in and take a peek here. Wasteful. First option is walking the red carpet. <laughs> wasteful in the you know in the sense of extravagant. Uh, was the word you do used? We, yeah, so do we think go. running would be less wasteful? <laughs> what? Maybe. <laughs> well, it's more efficient. It's more people on the red carpet and then all fall in the extravagant what are you category doing with there. Your time? So there you go. <laughs> walking the red carpet. The next one is New Year's Eve. Oh. New Year's Eve. <laughs> 
We've had these conversations at length of how humans try to keep time, and it's completely irrelevant to what's actually happening in the yeah. spinning of the world and things yeah. like that. And typically, so. people get wasted. Wasteful. So, I mean, wasteful. wasted. <laughs> kind of. Probably spend Related. a lot of money on New Year's Eve buying right. extra party favors oh, yeah. and that jazz. So. Yes. And then they're all thrown away afterwards. So uh. Wasteful. Could it be Fat Bastard? Oh. <laughs> From the Austin Powers series. Nice. It's a good wasteful. Wow. I don't, you know what? Although I think of him and I think of his dinner plate, he probably doesn't waste it. Thing, That's so. true. I'm not sure. Mm. Do it, baby. Do it. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> the other, other white meat. Oh. I see a cosplay in our near future. <laughs> you, you totally I do own a kill. Off, dude. I do own a kill. You do. It's I love true. It. I love it. Last but not least, on wasteful, the all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> Fat bastard and all you need, all you can eat buffet. That kind of goes hand in hand. It yeah, does. Do. And just like we did last episode, where you kind of look down the row and see, we've got walking the red carpet on New Year's Eve with fat bastard after an all you can eat buffet. I so, like it. I like it. Like That's it. phenomenal. And now start your improv scene. <laughs> oh man! I got a clap on dick that way. Choke a donkey. <laughs> At least you look good in a tux. That's there it. you go. <laughs> oh, my baby back, baby back. Okay. <laughs> wasteful. What's the most wasteful? Gosh, this is a tough one because uh, they, they come from all different approaches. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with not the part you use, but the part you don't use in the all-you-can-eat buffet. I bet there's a lot of food uh, left over after. All me, yes. baby. Yes. All right. Another, another martyr victory here. Yeah. Very, very serious irony. <laughs> Don, knows, Don knows all about getting wasted at an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> so in keeping with the wasteful and wasted and all that thing, uh, my quick topic of conversation that I'm interested to hear is what would you think maybe you have to get wasted to do it maybe you think it's wasteful if you do it but if you were to get a tattoo any tattoo maybe it's a maybe it's a geeky phrase maybe it's a, a an insignia I'd like to go around the table and see what we think our one tattoo that we would get on ourselves is so whoever we don't have to go around whoever wants to start it if you've got an idea I know what mine is but if anybody else has an idea Dr. Go, ahead, go for it because I would probably never get a tattoo, I think it's quite <laughs> ironic that I will be the one to start the conversation. So we're going to do that. I would want it to be, um, if you listen to episode one, or oh, sorry, yeah. part one of this, yes. then you will understand this completely. And it will be like, well, duh. Um, but I would want it to be um, the ring, and I would want it to be in Elvish, and I would want it to be the, um, oh, not the one ring to rule them all. I wouldn't want that one. Um, that was, besides, that would, <laughs> that, be would in, be so cool. that would be in Mordor language, and I don't want that uh, around on Around your wrist. Oh, yeah, um, around the, uh, your upper arm. Oh, sure. like oh my God. <laughs> okay, so like, that's apparently everyone else I got their of. ideas. I was like, yeah. One ring to help one, you lift, bro. <laughs> 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 um, I, I think that I would want it to... <laughs> I would want it to be oh he did several poems inside the books of the Lord of the Rings and if you've read them you understand it, what I mean is it bar not not bard no it's okay. um anyway there is a a poem that Bilbo wrote um and he sings part of it when they go and they visit um Rivendell and yeah, I think he stands up and he sings it or something like that. And it would be that. And I would want, there was like the last two phrases of that poem. And I, I'm now going to be looking it up because it's driving bananas and I can't repeat it for you verbatim. <laughs> um, but I would want that to be in a ring in Elvish, obviously, because I mean, come on, it's going to be Elvish. Yeah, you're going to do um, it. I'm going to do it. You're going to do it right. <laughs> um, but that would, what I know I've got to look it up. So I'll be back with sure. you. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead, Josh. Um, you know, I, again, like my wife, no interest in ever having a tattoo. Um, but, uh, I, I definitely would, if I were looking at it, it would have to either be family scripture or geeky related. So uh, if we go with the, the geeky related thing, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'd almost, I'd probably have to say like the, the, the bat wing um, from Batman, I think would be a really cool kind of like his logo. Shoulder t- yeah. The logo. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think there'd be a really cool tattoo. Just it's very simple. I know, but it would be really, well, neat but now have. you have a choice. You go nineties, Tim Burton, Batman. Do you go Batman beyond? I mean, there's a lot of different logos there over are. the year. Batman has, Batman has changed. Yeah. I think changed. it would have to be nineties yeah. because it'd be you circular. You could do a whole back piece of just all of them. <laughs> Your entire back. You could. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know, you, said, you could. That's right. Yes, you could. How many years have you been in prison? How many logos are on my back? Son? <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I got this one in 95. <laughs> right. Go ahead, Deb. I, I need to 
turn in my Lord of the Rings card because oh, I can't believe no. I didn't have this memorized. No, I should have this memorized, and I do, and I just couldn't think of it because all the pressure, all your eyes staring at me. But it is the um, all that is gold does not glitter. Um, not all those who wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither deep roots or not reached by the frost because it's a poem about um, uh, Aragorn or Strider or anyway, however, what other name you prefer to call him? He has like four in there. Um, from the ashes, a fire shall be woken, a light from the shadows shall spring. Renewed shall be blade that was broken, the crownless again shall be king. Well, that would be way too much for a tattoo. So I would, I would do the all that is gold does not glitter and not all those who wander are lost. Like That's what I would want. I think I've like seen that type of... Yeah. I, think it, I think it probably exists. I'm All sure wanders are not lost has definitely been used mm-hmm. in, yes. in, in, in many properties. Yeah. I do like the fact of getting it in Elvish, though, because you don't want to be like the person who gets like the Japanese tattoo, and you're like, what yeah. does it say? Oh, it says warrior, and then you go to Japan, and they're like, that says water. Nothing like it at all. You have a tattoo. <laughs> water warrior. <laughs> Until you I'm go to Comic-Con. <laughs> if you go to Comic-Con, you find the one guy who reads Elvish, and you're like, that doesn't say that. Like, that says, taste the rainbow. <laughs> I would never go to any of the Tolkien family. I'm sure Christopher Tolkien would just let me have it. So no. Well, just get just get him to write it for you, and then have there you go. go. Okay, I'll call up the Tolkiens and I'll ask them to do it because I don't know. Maybe one of them's fluent. I would just imagine tell them Christopher we're part of a podcast, and you know he'll exactly. totally do it. Uh, Donate sure. the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, interesting. I like it. I like where your head's at, though. Sure, sure. Prime, you want to take your green card? You want to, don't you? I can oh. force sense it. Huh? Oh wait, have you hit your hit, so we, yeah, hit your tattoo? He's got to hit a tattoo, and then he's hey, come like, on, Josh. Yeah, everybody gets a turn. Sorry. Yeah, he's trying his he's trying his old Jedi mind <laughs> trick there. So yeah, we still have a, we have a few more tattoos to hit. So I'm probably gonna do. I'd probably do something more uh, scriptural. Probably a Romans twelve two. Mm. Um, t- basically paraphrasing says. Uh, do not conform to the ways of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, that's not really a paraphrase. That's pretty much exactly uh, what it is. No, <laughs> the paraphrase is what goes on. I mean, it's more than just that. It's right. The overall yeah. But yeah, vibe. That's basically That's it. just that part yeah. of the verse. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I've, I've thought about all kinds of different tattoos that I'd like to have. Uh, I know the first one that I have committed to ever have is uh, a... Uh, replacing my wedding ring that I've lost three times, and, uh, and I just realized it was gone again. Yeah, well, Whoops. I mean, I lost it in. I'm pretty Nom. sure it was like yeah, yeah. 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 better to, better to lose your ring than your wife, though. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, but I would yeah, I would true. do a, I would do a tribute tattoo because I'm really into uh, my brother and I uh, share a very strong heritage uh, with uh, uh, Celtic uh, family members and and Scottish family members and. Uh, I've always thought about doing uh, some Celtic knot work and a tribute to uh, my wife and I's anniversary. Um, so that was always kind of my idea for, like, if I ever got a tattoo that I wanted to keep, and that was the only one I ever had, Yeah, that was the the avenue I was going to go. Nice. So, I from a geek but level, I, anything The problem is I'm a big guy, so I have a lot of skin, <laughs> which You're means I can get tons and tons of <laughs> tattoos. So, you know... Uh, obviously, being being more of the broad picture, there's, I don't know. There's too many. I think that I'd probably want to get uh, Assassin's Creed is definitely definitely just even just the the logo. Yeah, dude, it's pretty you know pretty <laughs> right up my alley. Or uh, uh, it makes sense for Carrie Blue. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, or even just like the Master Chief, just his like. His rank insignia, or something like that, with the with the UNSC eagle on it, or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Many many options. Yeah, I'm so. just saying. Like I the have problem no, with tattoos no is the people that actually want to get tattoos that get tattoos get addicted, and then they want more tattoos. Right. <laughs> I think I think more than anything, the one thing that I really wanted want to do with any tattoo that I ever get, and I don't have any currently, but it's definitely something that I would like to do. Um, I have always been, and I'm not going to label myself a hipster, but I've always been the kind of person that wants to do something because I want to do it, not sure. because everybody else is doing it, and I want to do it in my style. So even if I kind of take a translation that somebody has on a figure and go, I like that, but I think I'd like it this way a little bit better, just really making it my own versus you know, versus just getting you know, a cool tribal armband or something like that. Right. I remember when those were popular in the 90s. Check out my tribal. That's right. Always in a tribe. (laughs) No, you're right. There's a lot of different 
options out there, many different things you can do. Um, I, I'm I'm in the same boat as as most of us here. I've never really seriously considered getting a tattoo, but you know, you think about it from time to time. Uh, the writer in me wants to put a just a small semicolon somewhere on my body because in the world of you know in in English in the world of writing, a semicolon is not the end. But a, a a reminder to take a pause right. mm-hmm. and move on when you're oh, ready. Cool. So yeah, like so that's that. a that for the writer in me, and I want to be deep and stuff. So from yeah. the nerdy side, I without question would go with the Vulcan IDIC symbol, the infinite <gasps> diversity and infinite combinations. Oh, okay, because yeah. that again is a reminder that you know life is beautiful and every, yes. everybody has their own thing to do in their own way. And oh, um, Vulcan, you know, oh, yeah, 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 uh, mm. additional motivational like speaking that. things. Mm. So that's mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah. <laughs> So that's it. So that's a wasted, wasteful. We'll get, go get wasted, get a tattoo. <laughs> there you go. Next card. Let's go. So next green card uh, is expendable. <laughs> expendable. I don't, I don't Not expendables, Sylvester plural. Expendable. So, <laughs> if anyone has Sylvester Stallone, it's an auto win. So there you go. There's just a terrible Ex- joke in there. <laughs> There's one from me. Expendable. That is a good. I just heard that they're doing um, similar to like the Expendables do bring together like yeah. the. Uh, all the action stars, the greatest action stars. I've heard they're going to do that uh, a similar vein now for the horror movies. They're going to get all the all the great horror icons together and do a big horror type movie, which really? would be phenomenal. Yeah. So. Well, it could I be, love... or it could be really cheesy, or both. I, yeah. Uh, can it be both? You care? <laughs> I don't. I, I think in that in that vein, if you're going like slasher style bad guys from horror movies, cheesy is kind of the way to go. Yeah. There's I mean, wrong if with you that. if you look at Freddy versus Jason. So cheesy. That movie was so campy, but it was so good. Like I loved that movie. Yeah. And and even even having watched both of those series, like the Jason movies, Friday the thirteenth movies, they start to fall off after about the third one. Yeah. Uh, they just kinda go off on some. They've weird... had like thirteen or something. <laughs> My but. favorite is Jason X in space. Yeah, oh my gosh. I saw that movie one time. It's like one Leprechaun Four in space. Everything just take it right. in space. Just take it in space. It's fine. You know, throw it in the vacuum. You know, you'd think that if if Ripley can shoot something out into the vacuum of space, mm-hmm. maybe somebody would have gained inspiration from that. But maybe. no, no, no. really, no. no. Just run. Just oh, trying to you're think on how the you'd make National Space Station. You only got so far you can go. It's yeah. basically if Jason were the Predator. Then that would be <laughs> bad, news. Yeah. bad news. Bad news. How would you make? Well, I guess you can make the villain in Saw. Because to me, he's Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Uh-huh. Yeah, to, I he, loved that first he movie. creeped me out. And I'm not usually a horror movie fan because he was so cerebral in but how he did it. Is, yeah, it's so twisted. The question Ooh. is, do you have... Because he was a genius. Do you have the oh. guy uh-huh. or do you have Jigsaw? Because Jigsaw is actually the puppet. The little puppet right. guy. Yeah. I do the puppet. puppet. The puppet's freaky. The puppet <laughs> is freaky. <laughs> like yeah. a tag team of Chucky and the puppet from yeah, uh-huh. Jigsaw. Put him on a space tricycle. Want to play a game. A little power wheel <laughs> cruising down the highway. On the power wheel. Good. All right, what you got, Josh? I got costume parties are expendable. Are expendable. Right. Mm. Jack Frost is expendable. Oh, okay. My salary is expendable. <laughs> um, no, and, and don't think so. Polkas are expendable. <laughs> decisions, decisions. I think, judging by who I am, I'm gonna go with my salary. Hey, I'm on the board. Hey, I won one. Tony. Hooray. <laughs> Thank okay. you. So I had a comment about um, the kind of combined premise that we were going with there, the uh, cameo type thing. Sure. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time was Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, which, of course, brought together the, at, near the end, it was the Invisible Man, the Wolf Man, Dracula, and the the monster from Frankenstein and having all of them in that movie it, it's almost like it opened up the doors for when you started seeing the the house of monsters and and all the old Adam classic Stanley monsters oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> that movie was so like the monsters. I was always scared like I the original Frankenstein movie just scared the death out of me because I was a little kid and I'm like oh my god he's bringing people back to life he's a monster it's, it's terrible <laughs> and then when you see that same monster appear next to Bud Abbott and Lou Costello <laughs> completely takes the Away. <laughs> That's the beauty of crossovers, though. You can take two things that don't that aren't meant to be together and kind of smash them up. I mean, I mean, if you're you know if you're if you're looking at favorite crossover, most random crossovers. I mean that's a I that's a topic. I, I already that. know on the top of my head I've got a, a it doesn't exist in a movie I wish it would exist in a movie because I'd love to see it. But an old comic from the '90s did a one shot crossover. 
Archie meets the Punisher. What? Oh, it's my favorite possession. I've got it in a little hermetically sealed comic book. It's the only one I will never open again because it's hilarious. Oh, oh my. And the Punisher was chasing a red-haired gangster that ended up fleeing to Riverdale. And the Punisher went to Riverdale and mistook Archie for the gangster. And it's just, it's one of those things you just never in a million years would think would happen. But it's its out there and it's hilarious and That's it's crazy. by far my favorite WTF crossover of all time. <laughs> so <laughs> they're currently running a comic series of Batman with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. Like they are running a series where yeah. like it's more than one comic that <laughs> Batman is working with the Turtles. Fun. I- <laughs> well, I mean, which makes total sense because the Turtles are from New York and Batman's from Gotham. Gotham. Sewer <laughs> <laughs> systems York. are fa- fairly large, apparently. Yeah. In the yeah. DC universe. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, and let's not forget the whole time i it was late 90s i think maybe mid to late 90s the whole time where dc and marvel just said you know what let's just let's smash it all it. together let's and make a, a yeah. amalgam comics oh and just gosh, do the ultimate yeah. crossover or any of the street fighter <laughs> games yeah yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. street yeah. fighter's very good at that you're right yes yeah. yeah i don't know it's always i don't know if anybody else can think of any uh, random crossovers off the top of their head where it's like th- these people ones don't that, ones dis- that they have done or or yeah no yeah ones that have already existed because we talked about abbott and costello <laughs> which is perfect i think so <laughs> they just we were i was at my um parents last night and they've of course we've got a 15 month old little girl and my sister's got a 14 month old little girl and we've got two nieces so the um uh, Sophie the princess or whatever is on all the time at yeah. my mom and dad's oh, house. Yeah. No, I feel you. I've got a, I've got a Sophie six year old at home too. So, so I get it. they apparently just did a crossover where they had Olaf from Frozen on Sophia the First. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I just couldn't help but giggle because, of course, it's Olaf. As silly as he was in the Frozen movie, he's almost to another level here. Like he falls off this flying thing that Sophie is piloting around or whatever because his nose fell off. He's like, oh my God, my nose! And he jumps off and like, I'm fine. <laughs> it's not too hot, is it? Because after all, oh, because he summer. likes warm hugs. That's right. Oh boy. And well, summer. And summer. Yes. Well, now once upon a time, the TV show. But the thing is, it just crosses over with itself. That that's the thing about being Disney. You have so many options of what to cross with mm-hmm. what. You cro- although they did cross Wizard of Oz, which is not technically a Disney thing, but they brought over the Wicked Witch. Uh, yes, it is. Is it? The original. MG, the, the original was done by MGM, right. which, which was owned Disney. Oh. Because Disney did the new Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah. I just had a revelation moment. <laughs> if you want to get oh technical, my gosh. Uh, Once right. Upon a Time is a giant crossover. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's true. Uh, yeah. it's true. Every movie crosses over with just about every other movie in within the Disney-verse. Uh, um, but. The series yeah. Bones, mm-hmm. uh, it's the Fox series about mm-hmm. a... Um, uh, I can't remember. She studies bones. I know it sounds CSI so stupid. Like a, bo- a bonologist, yeah. if you will. Something like that. <laughs> uh, crossed over with Sleepy Hollow. Ah. Uh, which was an interesting two episodes yeah, because random. Yeah. Their their filming styles are completely different. Um, where with Bones, it's a, it's a lot more kind of clear. They're that procedural cop drama, and right. then Sleepy Hollow's this supernatural thriller type. So you know, at first it's Ichabod Crane goes to. Okay, I thought the dogs were barking. Percolating. So, percolating. <laughs> oh, that's a coffee um, pot, percolating. <laughs> Ichabod and his partner show up at the Jeffersonian to help out with, with one investigation. And yeah. then on the Sleepy Hollow episode, they show up. They're in Sleepy Hollow. like, well, we have to analyze these bones. We should probably call up Dr. Brennan. And then they bring up. <laughs> it's so, it was so weird to see. Cause I'm like, how does this work? And they made it work. Right? I don't know how, but they made it work. It's funny. There are, there are certain properties that you think would, would work very well, but then it's, it's very random. Like, I remember the Simpsons and Family Guy crossed over. <laughs> yes. Which was yes. very hilarious. The Simpsons it was. and Futurama crossed over. Which yes. Is, those kind of crossovers like make me think, like, harken back to, like, Scooby-Doo, when they mm-hmm. would have Batman and Robin on there, the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> I mean, just anybody who they wants just, to come on, just bring them on. They just oh, did God. a Scooby-Doo and WWE. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that is random. That's totally random. That I can get behind. Well, I never don't forget the ultimate crossovers are like the cameos, where like when you when Lucas sticks ET in episode two, you know, in the in the Galactic Senate, you know, in the Galactic Senate somewhere, yeah, crossover, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. so. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun to just play in different different sandboxes from time to time. I think so. Agree. I I think using that note though, a, a funny and more. An older crossover that I can think of, uh, as far as like our generation is concerned, is Raiders of the Lost Ark mm-hmm. with the C three PO and R two D two hieroglyphics. That's right. Yes. 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 
You so. see a lot of those homages um, Love it. between them. Good word. Is, isn't that a good word? Isn't that a big word? Yeah. Apparently the caffeine's working, so. Woo. Perfect. All right. So I'm going to turn over my next green card Do and it. make you guys think here because it is going to be jittery around here. Jumpy, nervous, skittish. It's a word I don't use every day. Mm. Um, jittery. What's jittery, gents? All right. It's a tough one. I'm going to pass this one over and... Mm-hmm. And hope for the best there. Yeah, All always right. the one you pick up. It's always the one. All right. <laughs> shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. So I don't know who gave me what. All right. Survey says jittery is prom night. Oh, jeez. Oh, we're coming up with the big guns now. <laughs> All right. Jittery is Paul Revere. I don't know. Was he jittery? I, mean, I guess he could have been. He heard there the was... slightest noise and just took off on his horse. Exactly. Running. <laughs> <laughs> I got the they're totally coming. They're totally. Oh, it's just a fox. Oh, I'm sorry. One <laughs> by land, two by sea. Oh, wait. We're all right. Sorry. Sorry, wait, honey. I didn't again? mean to run out in my nightgown again. Um, Conan O'Brien is jittery. <laughs> He's a lot okay. of things. Yeah, <laughs> apparently he is. Did it say jittery or gingery? Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it's still jittery. But, um, He's and then gingery. He is, he, yes, he is. And last of all, jittery is a tetanus shot. <laughs> all right, I'm laughing because that's just funny. Someone knew I'm a doctor. Obviously, everyone at the table probably knew that. But still, that's amusing. Um, tetanus shots aren't actually that great at all no they yeah. actually they hurt they like i yeah they they're, they're sore muscle, they, yeah they're yeah. the definition of worst shot ever mm-hmm. right? i hate they, those things yeah. well probably not as bad as a rabies shot but not being shot go to your local bar I, I, I got a shot of rabies please fine <laughs> 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 for the bar i'm not around for all my friends um i'm gonna go with prom night it's definitely jittery for me prime Give him the green. I get the red green card. <laughs> I didn't want to give him the always trying to give somebody a red card. I'm am. You're red carded. Are you sure you're not a referee from another life? That's right. <laughs> I may be. I I'm sorry. Might have been. You know, nobody, a, nobody in America knows that sport. I'm Here sorry. What is it? Soccer. So- oh. oh, no, I'm gonna say <laughs> football. See, told you. Football. El football. No, when I it, when I think jittery to to launch into another topic, the last random topic that's in my brain before I'm out of ideas today. <laughs> but uh, you know, sometimes if you watch a movie that you've never heard of before, or you know, get a book recommendation from a friend that that, that you have no idea what it is, do you get? I saw. I get that jitters. Like, am I gonna like this? Because sometimes you get this movie, you know, where a friend is like, "This is my favorite movie of all time." Mm-hmm. Nobody knows this one. You gotta sit down and watch with me. You're gonna love it. And I get jittery because I'm like, "Am I really gonna love it as much as you?" Right. I don't know. I mean, if we you all don't have... love it, then what do I say? Right. I mean, I mean then, ooh, then I it's think an awkward moment of it is. Like, are we? I'm can sure we? Can we still be friends? Right, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Are we gonna? You know, are you gonna burst into tears I mean, if I tell you I don't like do it? Do we all have those movies or? or book or, or something like that 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 you know that no one else knows that you just love to death well uh i was actually going to come from the opposite side okay because oh. i just watched labyrinth for the first time all right yeah 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 the first time yes yes donald is bowing his head in shame and <laughs> carry over here uh, uh you know, car- side comments that are it's okay it's, i'm still i've still got dark crystal in my list too there so i haven't seen that creepy. yet I, I know I like but I was on the end. I was. I was like, am I really going to like this? Because I was never the big David Bowie fan. Mm-hmm. I respected David Bowie for what he did. Uh, and I, but I was a big Muppets fan, and I liked kind of the whole premise behind all of that. But I'd never sure. seen the movie. No idea why. But everyone, some, someone asked about I haven't seen Legend either. Just so you know. Wow. Um, I'm hey, going to punch uh, you. Get out of here. It's okay. <laughs> I'm acknowledging these now so I remember later when I need to find a movie to watch. Yeah, no problem. There's another great movie that somehow you've missed. It's called Star Wars. No, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> It's like a war, but (laughs) But in in space. (laughs) Extreme. A long time ago (laughs) in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. But I had those, I had that feeling, I'm like, am I really going to like this? And sure enough, after it was over with, I do like it. I ended up buying it along with everyone else in the world that bought it after David Bowie died. Price was going (laughs) up. Yeah, you had to wait till he died. I got got it for eight bucks on Blu-ray. So I don't know if that will be the case in the future, but I got it. So uh, yeah, I I had one of those It's now become a collector's item. Now, in terms of a movie that I really like that not everyone I love Anchorman I think Will Ferrell's yeah. Anchorman oh, absolutely. is absolutely hysterical absolutely it so, is anyway have you seen quick sidebar on Anchorman there's the the I don't know if they call it an extended edition but there was a there was an edition because they made so much extra stuff for that movie with so many different takes and different plot lines that they actually have a uh, 
an, an uh, edition of Anchorman that comes out with a second disc with a second movie called Wake Up Ron Burgundy. And it's a little disjointed, but it's completely brand new stuff that was shot back at the same time as Anchorman. And it is amazing. I'll have to it look that up. I, I have it. That. You can borrow it if you okay. want. But yeah, check it out. It is, it is amazing. It will blow your mind. All right. So, so funny. Good, good call on Anchorman. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> what else? Anybody else got theirs readily available? That well, I mean, I, my example was the, you know, bow my head a little bit in shame as well, because I had not, I still have not seen uh, movie six, seven and eight of the Harry Potter series. And you would think, really, you're, you're a nerd. You carry a nerd card. Yes, we're in process. But that would be Carrie Wu, sure. who is over here hanging out and, and probably still wagging her finger at me. Yeah. But um, and so it was and that was the struggle because. I'm not a hipster, and everyone was like, Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling's next door to God. God's got his house here in J.K. Rowling. I mean, that was what it felt like. <laughs> like, oh, dear Lord, have mercy. It can't be that good. Like, really. And that's my slightly contrary nature. So I'm like, all right, uh, no. Y'all are in love with Harry Potter. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he's a great guy. Just no. And so... Finally, I was like, all right, there's so many Harry Potter references. All these people make these references, and I don't know what they're talking about. They're talking about Ollivanders, and it's something about a, a muggle and the Quidditch, and someone just said something about a quaffle, and I don't get it at all. What? So I started watching it. It was the other way around. I watched the first one, and I was like, I feel like this is a kid movie. Sorry. I did no. And then I didn't watch it for a while. Finally, someone told me to power through. That would be Carrie and Josh. <gasps> power through, and I got to three and four, and then I did start to like it, I and I really say, do once like you get them. The Goblet of Fire, you're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even I, I, Prisoner of Azkaban was was got my attention, and in several points, I'm like, oh, this is this is interesting. Um, Hermione and the time turning thing, and all that. I was like, oh, this is interesting. So, but initially, and it was that kind of. I, I felt bad, like. Uh, I mean, it's okay if I was 10. Like, I don't really want to watch it now. And then you don't know how to tell people. And then you're like, I don't know how to tell you that I don't like Harry Potter because I'm pretty sure I'm going to get stoned to death. So what do I do? But yeah. But the movie that, a movie that I like, it's not a nerdy movie, but I really, really like the, the Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan ones, like Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. I love those movies. And I don't know if anyone even remembers that they did those movies together. Oh, yeah. But they're so cute. And they're like the perfect date movie. Honestly, I'm, I'm guys out there. I remember them. Oh, yeah. Who, who watch it? Who you Bonnie. See? Bonnie loves them too. See? There you go. Um, but they're like see, the perfect date Tom, movies ever. My favorite Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie is Joe vs. Volcano. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good, that's, good. That's a great call. <laughs> oh, but nerdy movie, I still got to think about that one a little bit. But uh, I, I kind of have a perspective from both sides. Uh, for me, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, like Tony, uh, zombie movies. Yep. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, is yeah. one that I recommend yeah, to all my friends. Absolutely. That was one but that I was not expecting to be as good as it was. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, like yeah. as a viewer uh, and as somebody who recommends movies, Shaun of the Dead is one of those because it's kind of an obscure title. It's a, a British title, um, but it's such a good movie. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. And it was before he actually like it's, started doing any big films. That's kind of what put right. Simon Pegg yeah. on the map. Yeah. And then for me, it wasn't so much a movie as it was a TV series. Uh, of Doctor Who, mm -hmm. I was. I, it wasn't that I was necessarily skeptical. It was just because there's so much hype. Fandom and, is insane. Koreans are a whole different <laughs> breed of geek. Uh, it's like going to a Trekkie convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's, yeah. because there's you know, 50 years Star of history. Yeah, that's exactly who. it. Being a Star Trek fan, Ooh. being a Star Wars fan, I understood the the hype behind sci-fi and things like that, but. Doctor Who is older than those, mm -hmm. and so it was different for me because it was like, okay, well, do you start watching the original series? Do you watch the new stuff? Uh, do you start with the movie that right. uh, Paul McGon was in? And, you know, things like that. So what I did was I, I said, all right, Josh, Deb, <laughs> I would like to get into Doctor Who. <laughs> How do and, I go about this process? <laughs> I said, I have heard from several friends of mine who are also Doctor Who fans that a good place to start is at the beginning of a Doctor's run. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to start with the beginning with Eccleston. You can start at the beginning of a Doctor's run because they kind of do a little bit of a recap with that Doctor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I And I with, said, yeah. okay, yeah. I start with I'll try it. Okay. And the first Doctor I ever got a chance to watch was the current Doctor. Mm. Uh, and... Capaldi. Capaldi. It's a good one. It's a good mm -hmm. one to start with. Is mm -hmm. 
so far, having watched all of the seasons up to the most current, uh, Capaldi is still my favorite. Mm. But Scottish, uh, it it did for me what um, playing a dark elf in the Dungeons and Dragons universe did for me to go back and read the Forgotten Realms books. Mm-hmm. It left me with a desire to want to know more. Yeah, and so I went back and I watched Eccleston, and 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 you know I got into Tenet and I got into Matt Smith, and and by the time the second season of uh, Capaldi came around. I was I, I was fully invested. <laughs> I was like, fully "Hey, addicted. this Here is a go. show that." And and what I love about that is, uh, it's a show that I love. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not a show that I enjoy watching because Josh and Deb love or that Carrie likes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a show that I love because it's a show that I love. Mm-hmm. And there's you know there's just so many cool things about it. Um. But yeah, definitely, you know, I watched the very first episode of Capaldi and and in the beginning before, you know, when they start showing the credits and stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, am I going to like this show? What's <laughs> oh, going to yeah. happen? If I don't like it, it does that, is somebody going to show up at the door in a TARDIS and take my geek card away? <laughs> because I don't, you know, because I don't like it. Sure. Right. Um, luckily, so that I didn't felt like happen. about Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, luckily it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, somebody show up in a vanishing cabinet and uh, oh, seriously. take the geek card away. I'm going to say, you can get it. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, for me, I think that that's kind away. of both sides of it. That's a good one. That's a good one. I've got a movie that that I've been championing, championing, championing. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Third time's a charm. Yeah, <laughs> I've been a fan hard. of it for years, uh, years, years, decade plus. And if anybody here, if anybody at the table even knows it, I will. You you, you get bonus points in my book. Um, but it's it was made in the late '90s, early 2000s, I think. And and this 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 is how dated it is. I had to find it. The copy that I own on DVD, I bought used from Blockbuster. Oh okay. yeah, so Blockbuster it's, it's, it's super video. Old. Yeah, it's called The Lost Skeleton of Cadavra. Nope, never heard of it. Okay, Not even <laughs> it's okay. Now you have something to check out. So uh, okay, uh, it you. is. Uh, it, it is actually now. Uh, it has a sequel, and they're working on a trilogy right now. <laughs> but the film is shot. Black and white in the old 1950s B movie style, but mm-hmm. it, is, it is made intentionally bad. Okay, like the 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 lost skeleton is the is the bad guy, and he's okay. like literally just a like a like a skeleton that, that that you'd find in a cadaver lab, or okay. you know, like a plastic skeleton. The plastic can, skeleton with the arms the strings, and stuff. Right? Okay, the people. I mean the 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 dialogue is just the cheesiest thing you can possibly imagine. The sequel is called The Lost Skeleton Strikes Again, and what they're working on now is The Lost Skeleton Walks Among Us, and it's just one of these. It's, it's directed by directed by a guy that I've become acquaintances with on on Facebook. His name is Larry Blameyer, and it's just one of those movies. It's like so subversive, and such low budget, but intentionally so. And mm-hmm. the satire is spot on. So if you've never seen it and you've got ninety minutes to kill, I, I recommend see, seeking out The Lost Skeleton of Cadavra, and it is uh, it, it is a, a sight to behold. So I think. I had a similar uh, perspective when it came to watching Army of Darkness for the first time. Oh sure, my gosh. because everybody was like, "Well, you should watch this. You should watch this." I'm like, "I don't know. I don't even. I've never at that point in time. I'd never even heard of it." So I was like, "Why? Why? Why should I watch this movie just <laughs> because you say that I do?" Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. Should. And uh-huh. So Bruce I, Campbell. That's why. Right? Yeah. I, like, I didn't even really know who Bruce Campbell was at that point in mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And so when I watched Briscoe it, I was like, "County Junior." Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at the time, I was like, after I'd watched it, I was like, what have I, what have I been missing all my life? Like, what's wrong with me? I haven't I lived. Stick. I haven't lived until now. He walks around with a chainsaw for an arm. I mean, come on. Just <laughs> Fights undead. Right. Oh, my gosh. I like it. I, I will say, I have seen Army of Darkness. I have not seen... Uh, Shoot, I just what are the Evil the, Dead, Evil Dead, and Evil Dead Evil Two? De- okay. I have not the seen the originals or the or, or the remake. I in, any of them. I have not. Okay. I, unfortunately, I have not seen them because I love Bruce Campbell. Uh, he is my B movie king. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I hope uh, I'm going to send Brian Neely an email and say, see if you can get Bruce Campbell for oh, Popcorn. I wish. Um, yeah, right. I wish we could. <laughs> but I think that I I th- he's hilarious. In every movie, I've seen him in Bubba Hotep. If I was just about to reference Bubba that Hotep. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> that that also falls in this category yeah, of movies you've seen. It does. That is just a it's excellent. It's just a super silly movie. Makes fun of itself. He plays Elvis, <laughs> who is not dead but in a retirement village. 
Okay. And well, it gets better. Just it's wait. So good. He, he's attacked by a mummy. Of course, uh, and because that happens in retirement who, villages. He and he and is it John F. Kennedy? John F. Kennedy, whose brain has been transplanted into a black <laughs> into man. Into a black man. Yes. Uh, fight this zombie in a nursing home oh, in, in rural Texas. It it's is just so great. It's as crazy as it sounds. It is so <laughs> funny. Oh so like funny. A lot of drugs right there. <laughs> it's, so it's so. But it, what's great about Some it is like he's smoking. also in he's also in the Spider-Man trilogy. Um, mm. With Tobey Maguire, yeah, he makes his little cameos in every movie, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's friends with uh, Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. who okay. is the director of those movies. Because he also directed Evil Dead, right? Oh, okay. and Ted Raimi, who, if you don't know Ted Raimi, you should. <laughs> uh, but he played uh, one of my favorite TV series characters, Joxer the Mighty, <laughs> in Xena Warrior Princess, <laughs> and he. I love that guy so much. Ted Raimi is the goofiest <laughs> dude in the world. Oh wow. Um, and his brother is too. Sam Sam is a really goofy guy behind the camera and stuff yep. from what I've understood. Well, so. and they're doing now. I don't know if you've been watching or if you have the Stars Network. There is Ash versus the Evil Dead I have series. Seen, I've seen uh, like uh, TV trailers and stuff like yeah. that for it, but I haven't watched it's it. Excellent. It's is excellent. That I highly recommend it. Yeah. Bruce Campbell reprises his role. He must have needed something to do after Burn Notice. Yeah. Well, he picked. Well, he, yeah, show, he picked yeah. the right property because this is really. It's a very. It's only. It's a ten episode series yeah. or first first season anyway. So they might. It might be done. I can't remember if it's done or not. But It'd be great if he was on Walking Dead. I don't that know. That would be yes. I mean, okay. right. it's zombie related. <laughs> pops in and Resident just carries Evil, a whatever, chainsaw you know? and a shotgun. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> all good. Awesome. What do you, what you got, Josh? Groovy. Fantastic. Uh, speaking of Bruce Campbell. Cool. Yeah, groovy nice. dude. Good. Or hip. Bill and Ted. Groovy. Yes, Bill and Ted would be a good one. <laughs> Another one of those great additions to the loot crate. <laughs> wow, oh, be excellent to each other. This one down. They're already on, dudes. <laughs> groovy. Whenever I say groovy, I either think yes. For, it's probably first is Bruce Campbell, but a close second is Earthworm Jim. Do you remember Earthworm oh, yeah. Jim? Yeah. From the uh, from a, well, he was on Sega, and then he had his own TV show. Yeah, exactly. Cartoon, cartoon he, yeah. series. I don't remember the Done. TV series, but I remember playing the game. Voiced yeah, by Dan Castellaneta, who does Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. He, he was also the second genie mm-hmm. in Return of Jafar. That's right. That's oh. right. He took over the genie roles. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. I just there was only one genie. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just <laughs> there is only Zool. No, there is no, no there was only Robin for the genie. For me, then everyone has their own. I like it. I'm also a classicist, though. So well, I tend that's, to be... you know, Disney does Disney for as for as much as they do wonderful in their motion pictures. They yes. also do a lot of direct to DVD sequels that are hit and miss. Let's yeah, say, so. yeah, not always thrilled with those. What they put on the big screen though is usually very good, yes. and then some other stuff is like uh, okay, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So for groovy, yeah, I have. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. <laughs> there, there you I go. Did you, did you American actor whose dirty dancing made the girls go Swayze crazy? Groovy uh-huh. Swayze crazy. That's Swayze what it says. crazy. Uh, Times Square. Groovy. For groovy. Those, groovy. Times an, Square, okay. An average of 750,000 people jam the square in New York each New Year's Eve, not counting the pickpockets. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Uh, groovy Matrix trilogy. All right. Okay. Whoa. Debatable. Whoa, what, yeah. I know Kung Fu. I know Kung Fu. That's the subtext, is whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Referring our Bill and Ted earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, finally, whale songs. Oh, whale songs. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek 4, anybody? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Haunting sounds produced by various whales, particularly the humpback, in order to communicate. <laughs> That's very... Like Discovery Channel, really you, any but, okay. whale, but I don't know why they specifically yeah, right. mentioned the humpback <laughs> whales. <laughs> because whales. It's fun to say humpback. Oh. True. I'm gonna have to go with Patrick Swayze. Yay! Come back. He is pretty uh, groovy. So yeah. yes, <laughs> he is one of those actors like like Bruce Campbell that you you see him in a property. I mean, obviously he's he's well known for one thing, but if you see him in something else, you know sometimes you're you gravitate to a to it to a certain actor mm-hmm. because you know no no matter what they're in you just want to see them bruce campbell j- just like we just talked about mm, I, I, I know, know there's mine. several other actors that i can think of i don't know if you guys have uh, i know mine. Act, like go-to actors that <sighs> you would just i would watch them in anything i would listen to them read the dictionary like yes. anything like that oh, so. indeed. Butler. oh <laughs> butler okay. No, but uh, that guy Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah, you would. 
I know you look at him and you're like really but I'm like I love no I love Benedict imitation game you have a huge obsession for Uh, oh I do it's sad it's sad now see if you like Benedict then you uh, may want to go check out Zoolander 2 okay because he's in there (gasps) as a okay are you ready to hear his his character description he is a he is a pan gender fashion model named (gasps) all A-L-L all Wow. gender. He's, <laughs> he's all gender. He's, he marries himself in the movie. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just uh, let that, just marinate on that oh, for a while. It sounds like he's making fun of himself, like Benedict Cumberbatch, oh, like all the craze every, that is about yes. him. Everybody in that he's movie. He's making fun yes. of himself. All the cameos in, in Zoolander 2, that's probably the best thing about that movie is that all the cameos are really making fun of themselves and yes. not not taking it too sure. seriously. But that's, that's, a, that's a good pick, Benedict Cumberbatch. I was so. going to say, because right now, he, I know he's the craze and everything, but no, I mean, I mm-hmm. really do sincerely like him. From the first time I saw him in the very first Sherlock episode, then I was like, why don't I know about this guy? Um, and then, I mean, he was in War Horse, and then the imitation game, loved it. I absolutely loved it. And that was a very different feel from Sherlock, and he did that one too. So I know Katie's just like, you know, yeah, they need to come back. He's good. He does a, he's a good actor, so. Is War Horse the movie about the kid who buys the horse and then it ends up becoming a... British horse in World War Two. I believe so. Yes, it's a, it's got Loki movie. in it. Is that terrible to me? The actor who plays Loki is also in oh, it. Oh, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston and Benedict Cumberbatch are both in it. It was some That's early work an for them. Last name Tom Hiddleston. It really is. Well, Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch I mean, Hiddleston. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. I mean, that's about as British as you can get. <laughs> True. I mean, goodness. So uh, I I can say a couple at least. Uh, I I am a big much like her Cumberbatch. I love Scarlett Johansson and okay. everything she's done. Sure. Um, I, I'm still catching up on a few of her earlier flicks, but I even remember the Lost in Translation with yeah. her and Bill Murray. I absolutely. thought it was absolutely hilarious mm. and thought-provoking, which was strange. Mm-hmm. But uh, from from another perspective, though, Jim Carrey, I, I was, I, I'm always and always will be a Robin Williams fan, but I think I have seen nearly everything that Jim Carrey has done and probably missed more than half of what Robin Williams did. Yeah. Jim Carrey is hysterical, from a comedy perspective, but some of his dramas, the, the Truman show is one of my favorite movies oh, yeah. of mm-hmm. his entire career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was comedic, but it, we know a guy that's in that movie. Do we? we? Do. Peter Spellos. Oh, we that's right. Yeah, that's well, I think the difference between Jim Carrey, as far as me, as far as how I'm concerned, how I view it is, uh, the difference between him and Robin Williams is Robin Williams is a comedian who became an actor. Jim Carrey is an actor who does comedy. No, no, because he's never Jim done any stand-up comedy. Yes, he has. Well, and I, I haven't started. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You haven't lived. Early in his career, yeah. You thought you lived when you discovered Bruce Campbell, but now you really have Jim Carrey <laughs> was not on Saturday Night Live. Whatever, Mad TV. No. In Living Color. In Living in Color. Living color. Whatever, who That's cares? Speaking uh, uh, <laughs> of, we do. Damon Wayans is Homie the Clown. That ever existed. Damon Wayans' son was on the most recent episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and was hilarious. I love that show. But he couldn't deny his dad if he wanted to. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who? Damon Wayans' son. Is I don't it, even know uh, his I think his name is he a junior? Damon I think junior? so. That would make sense. He'd be junior. That's easy. Junior. 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 Oh, junior. Okay. All right. Carrie Wu wishes to put in that hers is Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. She like Jennifer she's Lawrence. And she, she is. I mean, she's Mystique in the new X-Men. I mean, for heaven's sake, she's in um, Hunger Games. All the Hunger Games. And she does. I mean, I've seen her in the first. I haven't watched all the Hunger Games. I've seen the first one. I liked her in it. I thought she was really good. I've so seen I, her in interviews, too. And she's funny. She is. She's oh, she's her own person. What I love about <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is she is an actor who loves to act. It doesn't matter what it is. Like yeah. she will do an indie film for nothing. Right. She'll do a big blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like she is just an actor's actor. She just loves to play in the game. Do you um, feel like she is an actor? And I'm kind of stealing this, but I want. We talked about this. We've had this conversation before about there are actors who, when you look at them, you see them as them acting so meaning if you look at someone was saying when you see Kira Knightley in a movie I still think it's Kira Knightley playing blah whatever character like Denzel Washington right he's Denzel Washington playing (laughs) whoever it is then there are some who you see them as the character like they blend so far in for example to me sniff Alan Rickman now to me is Severus Snape. Like when I read yeah. the books, I see Alan Rickman. No, I, I don't know if that's accurate, but I see that. Hans no, he's Sir he Alexander just... Dane from Galaxy <laughs> Quest. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, he's the Sheriff of Nottingham. Nottingham. Yes, 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 exactly. He's a character. Um, Absolutely. To me, it felt like I never saw Alan Rickman. Hmm? Colonel Burton. Colonel Burton. She's over here going, mm-hmm. Colonel Burton. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
yeah, to me, Alan Rickman was the, he faded, and then they let the character Metatron. shine. Do you feel Metatron, like these people we picked... I am the Metatron. <laughs> <laughs> I am the voice of God. I love that movie. God, it's such a horrible movie. It's so good. Are, are there certain actors, do we like them because they're them, or do we like them because they show the character so well that we just I think it depends on the movie. Um, yeah. Okay. If you look at, for example, Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis plays Bruce Willis in every movie he's ever in. Yes, he does. So does um, uh, the Die guy Hard. who's in American, all the American, oh, what's his name? Nick, Nick Cage. I feel like oh, Nick yeah, Cage yeah, is yeah. always Nick Cage. <laughs> right. He's Nick Cage. And like, playing plays, whatever. He plays Nick Cage. Um, yeah. But I think that, I think that you go and see those guys for different reasons. Yeah. You go and see Harrison Ford. One, because it's Harrison Ford. Yeah. And two, because he is an amazing character actor mm-hmm. who can play straight. He can play funny. He can play serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he draws you in to who he is in that moment. Yeah. I think Will Smith is the same way. I agree. To an, I, I agree to an extent. I think that I've seen Will Smith in, for example, one of my all-time favorite Will Smith movies period, hmm. is The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh my gosh, that's such a great movie. He he plays... Yeah, you need to see that, Josh. He plays such a different role <laughs> than you see him play in Independence Day right. and in Hitch I am and Legend. in all these other movies. I Am Legend is a really good one. I Am Legend, I really like that one. It's a little one. different. It is. There was um, a lot more depth to that just, movie than I thought there was going to be when I first yeah, started watching it. So I agree. I like, well, wow. especially because when you think about the fact that even though in the movie there's all these crazy villain-looking dudes... Really, it's just him. Yeah, he's holding that whole movie. There may have been people in like motion capture suits that were there. He's the legit person. He is literally the the only living person. And and then and then it it breaks your heart because then you realize that the dog he had with him Mm -hmm. was the only other companion that he had. Correct. Right. Which is why. Yeah. But I think I think that in my opinion there there is a broad range of why we go and see people Mm -hmm. and some of the actors that that I love. To see, and I'll see every stinking movie that they're in, uh, for better or for worse. Uh, Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will see every movie that he's in. I don't so care. It's literally character. the exact same movie you know. with a different skin. Every time. <laughs> he's like, yeah. stuff blows up. You know. I kick people in the face. I win and get the girl. Like, that's pretty much every movie he's in. Yeah. Um, he owns uh, his bald head too. He owns that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but then there's guys. Uh, I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Martin Freeman mm-hmm. is another guy from from Sherlock and from the Hobbit. I did. I had forgotten. Yes. I just watched Hot Fuzz. Oh uh, yeah, you know we were talking yep. about Shaun of the yep. Dead a minute ago. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and End of the World mm-hmm. are a the Cornetto tri- trilogy. The Cornetto. Yes, I could not is. remember the name of it. Uh, the Cornetto trilogy, uh, and they they really don't have anything necessarily to do as far as storyline no. with one another. No, uh, but they are. Hilarious and amazing movies, but I had forgotten that Martin Freeman plays a principal role in End of the World, but he also is in Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was great. And yeah. I was like, "Wow, he's, Mar- he's he's one of those guys that can blend in the background." Yeah, he yeah. was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay, okay. amazing. I mean, I've loved him since he was on the British version, the original version of The Office, the TV series. Okay. Oh, that's I so funny! Phenomenal, he's that too. phenomenal. Oh my gosh. And he'll be yeah. in. Uh, um, Captain America: Civil War coming up here in a few months. <gasps> really? So. Yes. They're, they're keeping it really under wraps. They haven't officially really? said yet. Oh. You've only seen a brief glimpse of him on screen, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's yeah. Well, he, but he's hilarious if you watch him. He's so f- I love his interviews. He's so brazen, and maybe that's how he tries to come off. But yeah. you know, did Benedict Cumberbatch get the role in The Hobbit because you were in it, or did you get the role because Benedict Cumberbatch was in it? And he was right. like, Benedict Cumberbatch. Did not get it because I was in it. Benedict Cumberbatch got it because he is beeping brilliant. <laughs> but I mean, I, I can't put as much passion. I, love, he got it because he's I don't know if you've brilliant. ever seen any of his like behind the scenes pictures on like The Hobbit. He flips <laughs> off the camera. Oh yes, in every. It. Oh yeah, I love it. I lo- I'm like 
This is a guy who just <laughs> loves what he's That's doing. Funny. Yes. He That's just funny. does it to have fun. Yes. And for some reason has some hostility towards cameramen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got their no. issues, you Paparazzi? know. Only still cameramen. That's right. Because still moving camera, cameras, right. no. It's, it's all good. Still. Like working that great. Yeah. Uh, bringing up Martin Freeman, though, in the office reminds me, that this this was not my original pick for this topic, but uh, Ricky Gervais is another one. Yeah. That not only will yeah. I watch him in anything, I think as a non-actor person, like following him on Twitter and things like that, mm-hmm. he's a very intelligent guy. He's like yeah. a person that I would uh, like legit listen to if he had right. something to say. But. Yeah. But in terms of on screen, I'm, I follow you guys with like the character actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, um, uh, I was going to say, you know, j- just like our, our, our we, we, we've had the whole Snape conversation. We don't need yeah. to get back into that. Right. I was going to say, well, I, well, I going to say Rickman is one of mine, but yes. another one hand in hand with them in terms of a like pure character actor, never the same in any movie I see him in mm-hmm. is Gary Oldman. Yes, yes. So true. I mean, that he really literally. Think about that. You think yes. of him oh, from good. from obviously his stint in Harry Potter to right. the Fifth Element. To, I mean, you go yes. back to seeing him in, in Lost in Space. And you know, right. I mean, anything he does, mm-hmm. whether it's serious or kitschy or sci-fi or whatever, he is he completely owns a brand new character. Yeah. It's like how much do you have inside of you that you can put out well, and well, make since it unique? We're talking yeah. about amazing English character actors. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Judy Dench and Maggie Smith. Oh my sure. gosh! Absolutely. I'm just oh, saying. Dame Judi Dench. So oh. good. Oh my. She. Mm. Oh, I. Prior to Gotham, now that um, Ben, well, oh, I'm totally forgetting his last name is playing in, in Gotham. You doing prior uh, Penguin? No, prior. No, that's different. Oh, prior yeah. to Gotham, yeah. Gary Oldman's yes. Commissioner Gordon yes. is the oh, only commissioner yes. I've ever given oh, a crap absolutely. about. Oh, absolutely. and I loved. Mm. I've. Lo- I have loved every Batman movie that has come out, even the really cheeky Bruckheimer ones. I loved them all, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, this is the, he's the only Gord, the only Commissioner Gordon I cared about until yeah. Gotham came out because sure. this guy playing Gordon in Gotham is so good. Honestly, I feel like the, the Dark Knight series in general brought a whole new aspect to Batman. Yeah, you know, because yeah. the other ones were kind of hokey, you know, to a degree. Yeah, Mister Freeze. And, yeah, yeah. You know. Ryan Reynolds is another one of those guys for me. Oh, well, oh sure. yeah, sure. No Absolutely. matter how stupid the movie is, I'll watch I will it. see every Ryan Reynolds movie ever. because he's. He he can play serious roles. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, have you what? seen Ted? No. He's in it. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a cameo, but he's in it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like Mark Wahlberg too. <laughs> he's, uh, Mark Wahlberg's hit and miss. For just me. don't watch it with the kids. Yeah. yeah don't have the kids anywhere <laughs> around it. No. I like Deadpool. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's all right. Uh, let's put a cap on it with our Last final category card. here. Dependable. Mm. Oh my. Diapers. <laughs> Oh, what am I going to do? This is a tough one. I'm going to give you this one. Okay. Dependable. Dependable? Let's see, we had expendable, and now we're having dependable. You got uh, very similar words here, so. I'm going to go with this one. I don't know. Thank goodness the your ex card isn't in this round. (laughs) (laughs) And no, next. Uh, That's one that, no, that does not work for all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, dependable. Let's uh, let, let, let's see what options we have in this. Our our final round of the of the apples. Josh, this is a big one for you, Prime, because if you don't win this one, you're going to get stuck in a tie. Yeah, oh, that's right. So, so, what are we at? You're at three right now. Three. I've got two. I've been Josh, I've been Josh, stuck in worse, okay. and I've got Debbie one. doesn't have one. Right, so I'm Zero. pushing for the three way tie if Zero. I win. If I can win this one, I'm this pushing is for Debbie to get one. Oh, so thank you, Don. That's so noble. So that's I'm pushing right. to win it all. That's all right. If I, I but I can. This is so sad. I lose apples to apples, but I can win cards against humanity. Yeah. What does that tell you? Oh dear. Okay, dependable. Let's see. Haley's comet. What goes one, around comes around every 75 years. That's pretty darn right. dependable. <laughs> Set a clock to that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> George Clooney. Okay, major Hollywood actor, producer, director, and heartthrob. Seems mm-hmm. bankable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of non-character actors. <laughs> yeah, no, that's George Clooney playing George Clooney. Gas station restrooms. Uh, <laughs> it depend on them being disgusting, yes. Well, it depends on the gas station. So oh, that's not makes it dependable. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Depending. And no, Frankenstein. Mary Shelley's monster <laughs> made of spare human parts and brought to life with an electric <laughs> takes lie. Frankenstein that's is that's the doctor, lie. not the monster. Yeah, that's a lie. But the monster, he can take a licking and keep on ticking. He's pretty dependable. That's true. true. Tough tough choice here. Tough choice. Depend on the doctor to create the monster every single time. This is Um, true. I'm going to go with Haley's Comet. All right. Ah, Josh takes that one down. The green one. Yeah, I didn't have any really good ones for that one. Redmond, stop. 
Green means go. Oh. So depend. Well, if, we, well, if we're gonna finish out with dependable, then we should go to like your go-to when you're feeling down in the dumps. What's like a go-to movie or TV series or movie, mm-hmm. music, book, anything? Oh, I'm gonna be. This is going somewhere completely different. Go for, for it. Hit us. Hit okay. us. Hit us with. You guys are gonna. You guys are gonna look at this and be like, what? So uh, my I'm go-to is <laughs> the BBC version of Pride and Prejudice. Oh, and zombies. With Colin Firth. Uh, no, no. Sadly, I watched the pre-zombie uh, version of them. Um, yeah, Colin Firth, who, by the way, isn't hard on the eyes in Pride and Prejudice out there, ladies. Just saying. Mm. Um, and and Jennifer Ailey. I can't say her name. It's a very unusual last name. But that's my go-to. I can binge on it for five hours. And oh, it was it was not geeky. Sorry. Interesting conversation because I remember. Uh, as we lovingly refer to her, Carrie Wu, Carrie, our uh, sister-in-law slash nanny slash additional host when we need her. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, there was a quite a few conversations going on about which Pride and Prejudice there was, a, you know, what preferred this, preferred that. And actually the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice was here. I don't even know why you had it. I don't remember if Dana got it for you or whatever. I think Dana had it. But you it did her. not have your own copy of that particular pride and prejudice of the bbc, BBC version one. correct because my mom owned it and i just would watch so hers, i obviously. i went looking for it and found it on blu-ray they just put it out mm-hmm. and i i think she's watched that movie that particular miniseries more than any other thing on my shelf <laughs> <laughs> when it's when it's a when it's a, when it's a dark and stormy night and my child has screamed one too many times i'm like okay i need to go to pemberley i need so this that's my that's my crack that's my that's fair yeah that's so, your skill. <laughs> that's my happy place i've got mine end of the night uh she, you can ask my wife american dad or family guy I, I don't agree with Seth MacFarlane's political or religious views, but I think he's one of the funniest comics and cartoon writers that are out there. Sure. As, as absurd as he may get, he's an equal opportunity offender. <laughs> I appreciate that comedy. Absolutely. And most of the time... We're it, an unusual family. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're an unusual family. <laughs> he breaks the fourth wall with some of the, the Stewie every once in a while. It's, it's good. funny. Um, it's but good. Adult Swim runs their shows 10, 11 o'clock almost every night. Sure. Um, both of them and and it's it's for me i wind down with it my wife on the other hand thinks it's absurd sometimes <laughs> and she just she just ignores it and goes and finishes her bathroom stuff and that's that tends to be where i go what else we got any anything from the martyr <laughs> brothers here i think for me i like to go um watch boondock saints Okay. Yeah. Some good shooting. <laughs> Some yeah. good for the for for God and country. Well, it's not for God and right. country, but it's. Um, I think part of it is because you I, yeah, it's because me and Don are brothers, mm. and so there's like there's this common bond. Even though the movie is completely ridiculous, <laughs> there's this common bond that they have as brothers that I can kind of relate to. Oh yeah. Minus all the shooting people in the head. And, you know. <laughs> Minor you details. Know. We're going to yeah. do this. Minor We're going to do this big. This, <laughs> this surprisingly accurate while wec- reckless ability to kill everything in the room. And that's yes. shot in the process. <laughs> yes. I, yes. To quite a skill. Well, I mean, the gun that they're using can hold about 13 rounds and they both have two of them. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. They're only shooting eight guys. <laughs> so maybe by the odds, they by the sheer dumb luck. You know. And if the Beretta wasn't enough, but the second one, they all got Desert Eagles. That's so, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really only need one shot to kill three guys in one shot nail it um dependable go-to for me i could watch it a million times and in a row even and it would still always be one of my favorite movies is a knight's tale Oh, that is a good one. The characters in that movie just the story of that movie is just so good I could literally watch it over and over again mm. and just wear a copy of it out. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a good pick. I'm the same way with my pick. I've been watching it since it was brand new. It was a favorite of my best friend and I. I think I've seen it literally so many times that I don't even need to put it on anymore. I could probably give people a one-man right. show of it from oh, start yeah. to finish, mm-hmm. word for word. I could do that for Pride and Prejudice. That's uh, mm-hmm. uh, Spaceballs. Oh. Oh. All-time favorite. All-time oh, number one. I'm fairly confident. I don't know for sure. I'm fairly confident. I I, I, I don't have any clarification or, or verification on this, but I think at, at one time in the mid-2000s when I was living as a singing, swingle bachelor, swinging bachelor in Fort Wayne, that I probably had the world's biggest Spaceballs memorabilia collection. I had everything. I had Spaceballs the place bed. I had a crew jacket that I found on eBay. I had the t-shirt. I had the toilet paper. I still have my Schwartz ring at home. I mean, I had everything Spaceballs. Oh Absolutely obsessed with the movie. I have since sold it off and, okay. uh, you know, uh, things okay. like that. But uh, right. 
but uh, that's just a movie that uh, no matter how bad you're feeling or no matter what the day you're having is, you just yeah. pop it in and it's it's all good. So. Very true. May the swats be with you. Merchandising. <laughs> it's perfect. Well, where do we finish here? I think we finish in a tie for first between the, the Brothers Martyr here. The Brothers, here, brothers. So. Right. The brothers Grimm. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. You guys nailed it. So, Well, this was fun. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad you guys took the chance to to sit and chat with us and, uh, and, and have a little bit of fun talking about all things random. I uh, want to remind everyone once again that we can find The Established Facts online at theestablishedfacts.com right. or facebook.com slash theestablishedfacts. Cool. Uh, and of course, you can find them. We'll link to them as well. So you can find them on our site, swingbypopcultish.com, facebook.com slash popcultish. Uh, come find us and let us know what your thoughts are. We want to know what you want us to talk about next. I know we've got a bunch of Doctor Who fans here at the table, so we just had a Doctor Who episode. I think we'll probably do another one in the not-too-distant future so we can, can include our do friends more on Doctor this Who. as well. So, <laughs> Anything else that we haven't talked about that we can go over that you want the people to hear, you want them to know about? Let's see. Upcoming conventions. I know Indiana, Indiana Comic-Con. Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, come see us. Anime, I think we'll all be there. Crossroads is this weekend. Is it? Re- oh, wow. I didn't realize uh, it was that close. Um, Who's your con in April? Of course, Indie PopCon, as we mentioned in part one of this, Indie PopCon mm-hmm. in June, um, Gen Con in August. Yep. Uh, a few of us are actually going when's, to. When's NCon? Uh, NCon. In conjunction. In conjunction. usually over Thanksgiving weekend, isn't it? Is it? Okay. That's when it was last year, I believe. Yeah. So, um, the, I mean, those are the first so many conventions. conventions. That, well, I mean, and since right. we lost Wizard World Comic Con and Awesome, awesome Con, Con, it's right. freed up a little bit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but which is okay. We need we to fuck the rest. I mean, we're a little <laughs> saturated there. So yeah. So, but yeah, definitely come out and see us. So you'll be able to catch the established facts, folks, for sure. Heavy at PopCon because yes. they are the sponsoring podcast, doing the live stage and everything. Uh, you'll see me there as well, of course. So definitely come out, and have some fun with us, and uh, we look forward to, to doing all things geeky with you. Uh, until next time, this is uh, Tony reminding you to be passionate, be proud, be pop culture.